Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday the 18th of July. You're watching Breakfast with me, Julia Harley-Brewer, on Talk. Coming up, the illegal migration bill is set to become law after the government defeated Lords' amendments to undermine it. It comes as a giant barge is to, to house 500 asylum seekers arrives in Portland Harbour in Dorset this morning. Meanwhile, Europe's heatwave is set to peak today as parts of the Mediterranean reach <gasps> gasp hysteria 46 degrees and a new drug that can slow Alzheimer's by up to 60% has been hailed as a turning point in the fight against the disease. It's coming up to 6.34. This is Talk Breakfast. Well, good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Uh, great to have you uh, on board. On board uh, the, the good the good ship Bibby Stockholm uh, because that is the migrant barge that's due to arrive in Portland Harbour in Dorset uh, this morning. Uh, 500 migrant men uh, uh, channel dinghy arrivals, asylum seekers, are to be housed uh, in the port, much to the sheer joy and delight of the local people uh, in Portland Harbour. I can just imagine how 
thrilled we would all be to have 500 migrant men arrive on our doorstep as well. We're going to be talking about that and the illegal migration bill. Final, the uh, bleeding hearters in the House of Lords and Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby and others are going to uh, have finally been defeated by a bit of government ping pong over whether or not, frankly, you know, is it elected members of the Commons who get to have a say over what the policy of this government should be? Or is it uh, unelected peers and archbishops? Well, uh, the right people won. The illegal migration bill is now set to get royal assent and to become law. I want to hear from you, though, particularly in relation to the BB Stockholm, this barge to house 500 migrant men. They will all be uh, solo male arrivals arriving in Portland Harbour this morning. I just want to know what your reaction what your reaction is, because I, I think most of us would be horrified by this, but apparently that just makes us all horrible xenophobes and bigots and heartless. I mean, I'm happy to be called those things if that's uh, if, if honesty is uh, is going to be criticised in that way. But I'd love to hear from you what you think. Uh, tweet me at Talk TV, text the word talk and then your message to 8722. And I'm sure you'll want to give me a call as well. 0344-499-1000 is the number to call us. 0344-499-1000. Let's find out what Candice Holdsworth thinks. She's a writer and commentator and joins us this morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Um, First of all, let's talk about the illegal migration bill. Um, It's finally uh, going to be given royal assent uh, on the basis uh, that it is actually, um, well, the the House of Commons has won uh, in these these little battles that we see um, uh, from time to time when the unelected elected peers decide that they want to have more of a say over uh, how our country is run than actually they're technically allowed to. What do you make of that? Yes, despite all the Archbishop of Canterbury's vociferous protestations. And she said that at 6.36 in the morning. Well played. (laughs) Um, Yes. So, I mean, if you look at the return deal that they had with Albania, which has been very successful, and that has meant that illegal crossings from that country have dropped precipitously. I mean, they came, they went zooming up and then they just plummeted. Yes. So it works. It, It shows that it works and Australia showed that it works as well. There have been many who are claiming it won't work but it will and now they actually can go ahead and do what they need to do. Well this is it I mean we have the ping pong and it's been established you know for more than 100 years that actually you know, the Commons has primacy and, and basically the House of Lords put in loads of amendments uh, loads of those were defeated uh, in votes in the House of Commons and then it got pushed back late last night sitting in the House of Lords uh, till half midnight uh, where basically the House of Lords sort of goes okay well fair enough. Fair enough, then. I mean, at least at least it, that there is now over. But again, it's been the long delays. Uh, but there were there were also in the Commons there were um, some uh, little sort of uh, rebellions. One led by Theresa May on 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 slavery issues. I mean, look, there are concerns. No, no one sane thinks this illegal migration bill is a great piece of law. Um, and, and is going to solve everything. But the crucial thing is if we're constantly told, well, you can't do anything because the law doesn't allow you to, and the judges are interpreting human rights legislation, international and at home, in a way that they never used to, as in basically, you know, however you arrive, you've got a right to be here, basically. Um, at that point, then it is the duty of the, of, the, of the government to ensure that the law changes. And, you know, the law, we often, we see from the sort of bleeding hearters, you know, that the idea, but these laws, they're set in stone forever they are they're handed down well by the archbishop literally by god um they're not they're, they're man-made laws for made in their time you know the the, the asylum rights made in their time um, decades ago um 
and and the is the elect democratically elected members of the yes. House of Commons with a big majority still over sixty for the Tory government. They have a right to change the law, and if people don't like it, they can boot them out. Now they may well be booted out for other reasons, but this is a very popular measure. Um, it, it is right that the law should be changed to ensure that the people and the people's representatives have their say, rather than judges in Islington. Yes. yes, there's a difference between rule of law and rule of judges, and we do need to be able to achieve these things democratically. And I think yeah. that we, we've seen that in these very politically polarised times we live in. It's difficult to, to have these sorts of conversations and come to conclusions. Instead, people... Go to the go to go to go to the courts yeah. to try and resolve things and try and get a legal ruling rather than debating democratically, which is yeah. it's so much better because I mean I think just going constantly and trying to get judgment on things actually causes even further polarization. Well, exactly, and also again, the, I think an awful lot of these legal rulings, frankly, have been utterly ridiculous. I mean, they really yes. are mad. The right of people to to family life, to privacy, to stay here. I mean, look, uh, these laws have been used to keep people here who've committed serious crimes. Yes. I mean, I'm sorry. No, just no. What do you make of the BB Stockholm? This, but can I say, can we re, can we, can we have better names for these things? It sounds like you know, when, you know, boating McBoatface. Sounds like yes. there's a public vote on how to name this barge. Um, do, would I want to live on a migrant barge towed into Portland Harbour in sunny Dorset? No, I would not. But then I'm not desperate and fleeing persecution, torture, and war from my home nation. Oh, oh by the way and France, paying someone four or five grand to get on a dinghy on the beaches of Calais uh, to get to this country. If that were the case, I think I'd be jolly grateful to be housed in this barge. It's not, I mean, it's not like a container ship. It doesn't look very nice, but it has actually got all the facilities you'd expect. Yes, people are being expected, you know, to share rooms. Well, I mean, frankly, get over yourself um, if, you, if you're arriving from a, 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 t- a camp in, in, uh, in Calais. Um, but it's going to arrive at Portland Harbour uh, this morning. 500 men, who all men, who've arrived by dinghy um, on, on these, uh, in these, these boats from, from France are going to be housed there. When I asked the question this morning, what's your reaction? I wanted to leave it nice and open for people to have their say and not be limited to a specific question. But what's your reaction, Candice? As long as it's humane. I mean, I just think housing migrants in hotels has become so toxic now and so unpopular. People really, really don't want it anymore. I mean, it's estimated that it's costing about two billion a year to do it. Um, It's causing problems in local communities. People really are pushing back hard against it. So a solution needs to be to be found. Um, from what I've seen, it is it is decent housing. You know, it's not forcing people to live in misery and squalor. So that's okay then. That's fine in my book. I mean, you know, you I've probably stayed in worth youth hostels over the years. I think a lot of us will have. I mean, and also it's about the cost. I think this is forty. It works out something like forty pounds a day for housing each migrant, as opposed to a lot more than that. Some of the three and four star hotels they've been put in. Quite apart from the fact that, of course, we know the big there's a big fight back about hotels being used yep. because you know staff are being sacked at these hotels because you don't need, you know, room service and things when these people yeah. are here. Um, and uh, of course, you know, people's weddings are being cancelled because uh, uh, the these, these hotels yeah. being taken over. Um, and of course, local businesses are, are being hit by the fact that you've got you know, immigrants living somewhere as opposed to um, families or business people arriving to spend money in the local community. Um, what a surprise that people don't think it's a good idea to have 500, you know, young men. And again, it's young men. This is this is a big issue. You can't get into a night. 500 men can't turn up and go to a nightclub. You can't get into a nightclub if there's six blokes. You have to have women with you. Why? Because they, they're playing the odds and they know, the bouncers know perfectly well, that you're more likely to have trouble if there aren't women there. These men, they're li- you know, it's 90% roughly men coming over on these boats. 
the idea that these are the most desperate people, absolute load of nonsense, young men, you know, around sort of, you know, 20 years old, for goodness sake, um, who are coming to this country. There is a genuine concern, and this is a concern that has played out in every European country that has seen a large number of migrants. And you can call it xenophobia or bigotry if you want, but facts ain't bigoted. Germany, Sweden, every other country that is letting large numbers of migrants from Africa and uh, the Middle East have discovered that there are cultural differences in terms of attitudes, in particular to women and girls, in terms of whether or not they are basically just there for men's satisfaction and gratification, as opposed to human beings in their own right. The rate of sexual assault, sexual harassment and rape in those countries has gone sky high and it is largely from that immigrant population, a population where they come from cultures, where they do not have the same respect for women's equality uh, as we see in the West. Now, all the do-gooders, right-honours in, in, you know, in Islington and Hampstead can, can tell me I'm a bigot for saying it. But we know that's the case. I, I've, and I've been on holiday in the Middle East. I'm aware of it, even as a mid-50s woman, how I'm treated. I mean, and I've got a 16-year-old daughter. Would I want to be living in Portland Harbour with my 16-year-old daughter today? No, I would not. Yeah, we've got to be very real in these discussions. I mean, look at what's happened in Sweden. They've got huge problems with gangs and gang violence yeah. now because you essentially have these very insular communities. No, you know, liberal-minded people invite them over, but they don't really do much else. They just sort of, like, leave them to their own devices. They invite them over to live in areas that they don't live in. Yes, and it's causing major problems. I mean, Sweden's ended up, you know... And this is also what um, leads to the rise of the far right as well, because yeah. they end up being the only people who are talking about it. Sensible, moderate people aren't talking about it. So people in desperation will turn to them because they yeah. promise solutions. So yeah. it ends up causing real problems if you, don't, if you can't just have a rational discussion about these yeah. things. And like you were, you were saying, it is actually a documented problem that men who come from certain countries where women are not respected, they come over to European countries. I mean, the New York Times did a big, long piece on this. And, and this is the New York Times, and, if, and they're as mad as it yes, matters. Um, yes. Uh, they interviewed someone who said, in my country, you can just take a woman if you want well, to. But, no, but also a woman who's not covered up in, in, in the mind of, uh, of someone from some of those cultures is, is basically there for the taking. You yeah. know, that's, you're basically a slut if you're not covered up. Yeah. And as they're, they're basically, you know, that case, virtually every woman walking in the streets in Britain is a slut and therefore not an issue. But I know someone who in Holland worked with migrants who were coming over and he had to educate them about stuff like this, like, oh, like values. Sweden and Germany, yeah. they actually give out leaflets to try to explain yeah. to these young men. And again, this is... This they're coming from a couple, I'm not saying they're blameless, everyone has a responsibility for their own behaviour, but you know, to ignore the reality that, that we are talking about a culture which does not treat women and, and gay people and you know, uh, other people in, with, the same, with the same respect as we would expect here, is, is, it's just to put your head in the sand. Yes, you can't, you can't be a denialist about these things. And I find that yeah. because our political culture is what it is, people tend to like retreat into denialism because yeah. they don't want to well, have the uncomfortable discussions. We'll, we'll put a video out of this and then everyone just shout bigot at us. That's the problem. Because saying facts is bigoted yeah. now. Okay, there's more from you coming up. We're going to be talking about what's on the front pages, including this Alzheimer's drug, um, the heatwave hysteria that is going on. Um, and um, Melanie Sykes, self-diagnosing. I'm not a big fan of self-diagnosing. We'll talk about that up next. This is Talk Breakfast. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 